Hey, what's up, guys? This is uh, the Vinny Rock Podcast, and I got my friend with me. I'm not, I'm not even going to use your name because this can get really weird, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Probably, it's probably what, a better idea. What do you want me to call you? I'm going to call you Mr. Strange. Let's just do that. All right. That sounds good. That's good. All right. I'll be Mr. Strange for the evening. Mr. Strange for the evening. All right, guys. What's going on? You guys know this podcast can't be, uh, you know, obviously wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for our beautiful sponsors. Uh, the, one of my favorites, obviously, is uh, Warfighter Tobacco. Have you, you haven't smoked Warfighter Tobacco cigar yet, huh? No, I have not. Okay. I gotta, you're a smoker? You're a cigar smoker? Yeah. Here yeah. and there? Yeah, a you a cigarette smoker? Definitely not a cigarette smoker, but I get down on You'll a get down on a cigar. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm the same. Yeah, you know, it's I, a different I I've smoked like six cigarettes in my entire life. I mean, so many that I remember them every right. time. Right, that's all. Yeah, I, th- I think I've had two, actually. Right. Yeah, well, one and a half. With, with this <laughs> you're just one like trying it. You're like, uh. And I yeah. didn't even try it as a kid. I wasn't one of those kids that like, was just like curious as an adult. I'm like, all right, give me that damn cigarette. Let me try this. And then you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's worthless. I did it just because I felt left out. It's like, you know, what else is doing it? So cigars, though, that's a whole different story. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a celebratory thing. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, you're just celebrating life sometimes, just yeah, smoking a cigar. Exactly. So, you know, Warfighter Tobacco, that's uh, one of my companies and uh, obviously a sponsor of the podcast, uh, Nicaraguan Cigars. These, these cigars are amazing. Uh, we have all these new blends coming out. We have all these new blends that are available now, including the Victory Blend. The Victory Blend is, is kind of a little higher class one. It's a really smooth. It's actually my favorite cigar I've ever smoked and will continue to be until uh, I get my own signature series cigar out. So, Warfighter Tobacco, you guys check them out. I believe um, the, the, the promo code for that, man, you know what? I always mess this up. The promo code, you know, you can get, you can get a percent off. Promo code is Vinny Rock, and I believe it is 11% off. Vinny Rock, 11% off. Go check it out. They're amazing cigars. My boys, uh, just some cool dudes, and, and soon we're going to have some, some long bike rides because we're riding bike together now well i'm learning obviously i had to you can talk man this is just free just do whatever like don't don't feel nervous i see mr strange so, is a so little nervous <laughs> i'm getting getting warmed up yeah yeah get warmed so up. How, how do you make it this far in life without without riding a motorcycle well i so the true story is i fell i crashed on a, on a vespa when i was like 12 and so oh. i just got nervous to even get back on one <laughs> so you're traumatized I, I, yeah the military had me made me i had did a course one time where i was learning how to ride a dirt bike but as soon as i had the chance to get off it i got off and i never really learned i kind of just i kept it in first gear and just rolled out you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this was like a recon thing i don't know another one of our sponsors is lisa beds you guys know the lisa mattresses have you heard of those oh the, yeah it's like yeah a, heard of it. dude i hear they're amazing it's everyone the i've talked to that actually has one is blown away and they sound like a salesman and hands down yeah exactly it, it, that's what i feel like a salesman every time i'm doing it but again lisa beds uh, it's, it's one of the best beds I've ever, it's actually the best bed I've ever had in my life. Me, me and my wife talk about it all the time. I'm going to actually have her on the podcast and I'm, I can't wait to see what she says because it's unscripted. I just want to let her just talk about how comfortable that bed is. It's insane. We try and sit down and watch a movie or a show. We, we, there's a few shows we watch and every time we turn it on, it's like, dude, we're out in like 30 minutes, bro. It's crazy. But the least matches, you guys check it out. I think the promo code on that again is Vinny rock. Um, you get two, two, $200 off of a, of a, of one of the larger beds and 100 another bed. I don't, I don't freaking know. Go check it out. If you guys have questions, let me know. Uh, last but not least, I'm just going to throw this out. Let's see. Uh, combat flip-flops. You know, two former Army Rangers and a bass player. They're making cool shit from in, in, in dangerous places. If you guys don't know their story, go check out combat flip-flops. They actually got their name pretty big after... Uh, remember Shark Tank? You know Shark Tank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were on Shark Tank, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, and I believe Mark Cuban bought, bought into their company. And since then, it's done very well. It's two Army Rangers that I've worked with personally. 
one of them saved my career because I lost my rifle one day when I was doing the land nav course as a new soldier. And uh, he, he picked it up for me. It was kind of a lucky, it was a lucky day for me. And then the other one was a, uh, an FO, and one, one, of, one very experienced FO, which is a forward observer. Essentially, he can drop bombs if you need him to in any, any serious location. And uh, got out and just did the business thing and has been doing that very successful. So you guys check out uh, anything Combat Foot Flops. If you guys are looking for a discount code there, the promo code is ROCCO30. That's R-O-C-C-O-30 for, uh, for a discount on some, some amazing shit. And you got to hear about the story later another time. Pretty cool stuff. But besides that, I want to get into this. Why? Because I have a lot of people that really loved Strange Things 1. The Strange Things... Um, was a podcast we did, me and my, my partner Kaz, who's not here at the moment. Right now he's working on El Vato, one of our businesses that we're, we're doing, you know, uh, as well as Beard.com. So he's up there in Idaho working on that because of all the craziness with Black Friday and, and the Christmas sales that are going on right now. And so we did this thing called Strange Things. And Strange Things was just talking about a lot of odd things that we run into in our days. Um, I'm talking, hmm, Aliens, ghosts, right? Um, Bigfoot, dare I ask, dare I say, <laughs> right? So things that are just really odd. I mean, there was a cool story we talked about of these two children that were that were found that were green. Yeah, it's just this crazy story. And they 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 they, they all spoke a whole different language. Their their meal consisted of mainly beans, a type of bean, and then one of them ended up passing away because he just was mal- malnourished, and the, and the girl was able to eventually learn English and explain. The backstory of where they came from, and it was essentially from the middle of the earth, just random place. And hard to understand, but things like that 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 just that drive me crazy. And I love and I love hearing these weird stories because for me, I don't know, maybe it's it's the the unknown is that what excites me and and slightly scares me that I enjoy. And so, you guys listening, my partner here, Mister Strange, uh, we've sat down and talked quite a bit about a lot of different stuff, and I've always stopped him like, you know what, I don't want to hear it, man, because you get into the weeds with this guy, and he will tell you some stories from his experiences of work, and he has seen some stuff, and if you guys check out the Instagram, you've probably already seen, I uploaded that picture, <laughs> and so I think it's pretty, so I mean, let's just start there, let's start, so so what is it with you and always running into stuff? Well, you know, for for one thing, I, what's always fascinated me about all these stories is that everyone always has a different takeaway from it. And yeah. I used to be really skeptical. Every time I heard somebody else's story, I tried to pick it apart. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, were, were you, you were intoxicated or what was going on? You know, there's always some, right. you think there's something else to this. Yeah. Like I saw lights, like, yeah, it was just yeah. planes. But, uh, but I've, in my life, I've had a really rare opportunity to spend more time in the middle of nowhere yeah. than, than most people will ever do in their life. So when you say in the middle of nowhere, what do you mean by that? Meaning like, Dropped off by a helicopter for 18 weeks in the middle of the woods to fend for myself. Like, really? middle of nowhere. Really? I have spent a lot of time in the woods. I've spent a lot of time camping. I'm, uh, you know, I've, I've been, you know, out in the desert where two weeks go by and I haven't seen a Jeep through binoculars in the distance. No interaction, no other people. Like, I have been out there. And so when you're in that kind of environment, you tend to see a lot more stuff that I've ever seen, right? The people that just don't 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 get out there. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like if you spend enough time outside and you spend enough time disconnected with no Wi-Fi and no cell service, and you're just out there, you're gonna see some stuff. And you may see some stuff anyway, but you just don't notice it. But when you slow down enough and you spend enough time in the quiet, you start to you start to pick up on things. And Goodness, it's, uh, dude. Yeah. So let me tell you, man. 
the picture I, I uploaded already onto um, Instagram. And if you guys have not seen it yet, go check out the Instagram. It's just Vinny Rock on Instagram. Um, I'll put it through Facebook and Twitter later. But um, it is a picture of what looks to me a giant footprint in, I guess it's kind of like mud, right? And, and just the shape of it alone. And the story behind this is, is he, we were just talking about it. He goes, check this out, right? And kind of threw it on me. And I looked at it. I was like, oh, I'm done. I don't want to see that shit no more. I'm good. I walked away. But this picture, I, it stuck in my head because, like, you know the patterns of a normal foot, a human foot, you know, and, and even talking, let's talk bear patterns, right? Like, you know the tracks that these things lay, a, a barefoot human. Uh, and, and what this imprint had was definitely – very similar to what you've seen on any other Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever you want to call it, uh, shows and sightings and whatnot. And so it f- fucked with my head, dude, because I'm like, what the fuck? This picture looks legit. How did you come about this picture? Yeah. I'd say for one, Rocco literally walked away from me and didn't even want to hear my yep. story. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, normally I wouldn't, I wouldn't show that picture till the, till the story is done. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was another one. I was, uh, I was in Alaska. Yeah. I was really far away from anything right and uh took a took a boat to this spot there was an old cabin and an old smokehouse that you could see from the river um but there's no on that side of the river i won't say exactly where it is there is no road system so there's no dog sled trails there's no four-wheeler trails you you know you could get there i guess on a snow machine in the winter but basically the only access is by boat yeah um so i i'm basically out I'm, i'm shooting a show so we're out, you know, we're out with cameras and, you know, we're out shooting some stuff. And I, I take this other guy with me. We're, we're going to call him Carlos. And uh, we're rolling up with Carlos. And I'm like, oh, man, let's go check out this old cabin. I've always been fascinated with just old structure and old cabin. People that built cabins before the age of chainsaws. Yeah. People that just went out there and, like, sold all their belongings and had a pilot just drop them in the middle of nowhere and built a cabin. And this is one of those spots. You know, yeah. This is really cool. People, you know, were pulling fish out of the river and smoking them. Somebody lived out there for a really long time, but no yeah. one's been there for a really long time. So anyway, I was... I just wanted to go check out this cabin. I had somebody with me. So we, we pull up, um, we pull up on the beach and we just kind of drive the boat into the mud and I step off the boat and tie it up to a big, you know, big driftwood pile. And we climb up the bank to go check out this cabin. Yeah. And immediately my buddy Carlos just starts getting weird, like spooky. Like, did you feel that? I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Relax. He's like, no, there's like, it's like a pocket of, of hot air or like something's going on. You know, I'm like, dude, relax, man. Come on. Let's, just, let's go take some pictures. Check out this cabin. Like, what? Is, was he and, normally like that? Is no, he, not at all. Not, not at all. all. He's, he's so a, for some reason, he just got like he the heebie-jeebies. Just got, he got the heebie-jeebies. And he, so, so there was two structures on this property. Yeah. And I kind of walked ahead. I actually thought, I was like, man, that's the coolest outhouse I've ever seen. Are you just I'm like, not afraid? Are you not afraid of this stuff? Well, I guess I think what my instincts would let me know if there was something going on. And I yeah. wasn't feeling anything. <laughs> I just thought, I was like, oh, whatever. You know, it's all good. But your so, partner who doesn't normally feel these things is starting to feel things. And he's on high alert And he's like Yo there's somebody here I'm like bro I'm like not only Is there nobody here There's no tracks No other boat And the other thing is The, the mud is so sand and the, you know, Sorry the mud is so soft In that area If you pull up with a boat You yeah. can see the mark of the boat You can see the footsteps right. They're there for a long time yeah. It's really soft you know. So you pull up You can tell no one's been there In a really long time You yeah. can tell by the leaves Covering everything Like nobody's been there Yeah so we're walking around and he had like four or five different moments where he's like, dude, you're getting too, you know, he's like spooked that I was getting too far away from him. Oh my goodness. And he's like, yo. And at one point he's like, there's somebody here. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, Carlos, there's clearly nobody yeah, here. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're in fresh snow. Obviously, you know how tracks you can see in fresh snow. Yeah. And, and this mean, actually, Craig, this is actually fall time before the snow had fallen. Before the snow had fallen. So fall. yeah. So it was all, you know, it was all basically leaves and, and mud. And, uh, but, but he was just convinced that there was somebody there. And I'm like, 
I'm like, dude, look at this. I'm like, the, the doors are boarded up on both the cabins. The windows are boarded up. You know, yeah. you can tell the, you know, the deck's all covered in, you know, covered in leaves and everything's untouched. I'm like, there's clearly nobody here. He's like, dude, you need to check this building, man. There's somebody here, you know? So of course I like go into one, I'm like, yo, hey, anybody here? Obviously yeah. there's nobody here, but I'm just entertaining them. He's just spooked, man. He's like, no, it's time to go. We'll just get out of here. I'm like, dude, what's the hurry, man? Let's check. He's like, no, seriously, I'm ready to go. <laughs> And he was like really spooked. Yeah. I kind of dragged him for I was kind of making fun of him. I'm like, yeah. dude, quit, get relaxed, man. It's all good. Right. You know? So we walk up to the main cabin. We kind of walk around. We're checking out, you know, just kind of checking out all the old artifacts and, you know, rusty yeah. tools around the, around the cabin. So anyway, you know, kind of shorten the story. We, you know, we wrap it up there. He finally convinces me it's time to go. I'm like, dude, you're being weird. Whatever. Dude. It's all good. So we, so we walk back down to the bank. Yeah. And walking kind of along this driftwood pile. And I looked down, and between the driftwood pile and the boat, where I had just tied it up, yeah. so clearly I had stepped over this spot. Yeah. I would have seen if anything was there. I looked down, and I see this footstep. Dude, and here's and, the crazy thing about the footstep. Like, like looking at my phone, it is, it's a wide foot. You can see it's a wide foot. And you can see it's, it's not the most enormous foot you've ever seen, but the patterns on the toes are so defined. I mean, this foot wasn't wasn't this print hadn't been done long ago yeah and it, and it was super it was super I, I i should have taken my shoe off and stepped next to it just to to yeah. kind of confirm the 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 day you know the the time frame yeah but the the weird thing is is that it seemed to have you know i know some people have a flatter foot yeah but this had no arch and no, the no, heel no. yeah and the toe like it was the same width the entire way across there was no variation of the foot like a like a person's foot right and so even let's say it was a person I don't know how they would have gotten there. I don't know where they showed up, where they came from, where they went, but it, it went out into the river. And this is the this is the Yukon River in Alaska. And, and how this cold is, is that? A, probably below 30 degrees. Really? Super raging current, really deep, really fast, really cold river. And so I, I'm I'm convinced there is zero chance that there was another human that had been there for for, you know, I don't know how long. But there was no other evidence whatsoever of anyone being there. And so, so the fact that my buddy was convinced there was someone there, we were being watched. He was super spooked the whole time. You feel and like then the we walk back down and I look down. Yeah. And this footstep is right next to the boat. And it Crazy. just literally gave me goosebumps immediately. So you said something that, that intrigued me, that the, the village believes in these. Yeah. So basically what the deal is, and part of what fascinated me about it so much, yeah. is that nobody is willing to talk about it. They, you know, they consider yeah. it to be bad mojo. Yeah. And so in, you know, Bigfoot goes by many names, you know, in the, in the, in the South and the swamps, they call it the skunk ape in the Northwestern United States. They call it Sasquatch. Yeah. Well in, in Alaska, I don't know about, you know, coastal or, uh, or Eskimos, but the inland natives, they, yeah. they call it Nicolina. Okay. And Nicolina is not a name that you you, you say. Don't, you don't just loud. run around saying it, and especially not after dark around the campfire. It's, it's like Beetlejuice; you don't say yeah. it three times. And and I, I would say it, and people would seriously get offended and walk away and not talk to. It. They'd be like, no, they'd be like, it's not funny. Quit, quit asking about it. Yeah, and they didn't want to talk about it, which of course made me want to talk about it more. Right, I wanted which, to know. I was like, why is like, how come every time I say this, somebody gets weird? I'm like, yeah. what's going on here? Like, so, so did anyone in that village eventually tell you what they thought about it or so, what they know? So I've can, some of the the old timers are very strict about the fact that they don't talk about it. Right. Some of the younger generation kids will are willing to talk about it, and I've heard you know I've heard stories um, of. Of families of Nicolinas, really of, of an of an adolescent Nicolina. I've heard multiple different people speak of of the same one with different characteristics, and 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 part of I believe the the the, the bad mojo in yeah. it is that 
a lot of people have stories where, for example, you know, if they were out hunting and they, you know, they, they killed a, a moose or, you know, or a caribou or even a yeah. beaver or something and it, and it got away or they didn't necessarily find it or they didn't respect the meat or didn't respect the animal. Yeah. They come back and their boat is untied and floated two miles down. So it's almost like a mother nature, uh, a karma, right? Like, like there's a, like there's somebody out there kind of keeping, keeping track to make sure people are doing things, keeping the balance. Right. Yeah. Um, and then there's some other stories that I I feel like it might be bad mojo for me to, for me to share specifically. So I'll keep a couple of those to, you know, off off the air. Yeah. Um, but I have, I've heard a lot of people, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll share little bits of information and also tying back to this general area of where I was. No way. After this. I kind of, you know, yeah, it, it, it came up. And so people are like, oh, that area right there. Yeah, that's usually where you have spot, like sightings or what, whatnot. Right. And so it oh. turns out quite a ways later, um, there was an, an elderly woman in the village yeah. that apparently caught, this is a very small village, apparently caught word that, that I was, you know, telling the story or asking yeah. these questions. And she showed up in my cabin really upset that I didn't warn her. Or that I didn't let her know what was going on. This was her cabin. She lived in this cabin for like 40 years, and it became too difficult for her to live out there. And her husband was gone, so she moved into the village where life was a little bit easier and abandoned the cabin. So nobody had lived there for a really no long time. Way. But the reason, you know, she confronted me about it is she had a lifetime of, of interactions with this with this you elusive gotta be being. Kidding me. And so I got to sit down in this this old woman's house and hear some of her stories. Oh my god! Which will 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 send a feeling down your down your I'm, spine. We're done. We're done yeah. with that. Like like yeah. The quickest example, you know, you, you you walk out to a tree at night and hang your glasses on the tree. You know, you turn around and come back and your glasses are gone. There's just, nobody else around. There's just, nobody like like pranks, like things yeah. disappearing, interesting, small and weird things kind of going missing from your boat. What do you think about that? What do you think like? How how is there even a Bigfoot or or a Yeti or whatever you want to call these things, but still has not been caught as in a full body, right? That you haven't got the bones of it. You haven't got what is it, what is it, what is that? I I feel like somehow there's a there's a being that deserves to be elusive. And I've always said if I were to capture this being on camera, I would never share it and I would destroy the footage. Yeah. And I think I would a lot of people think out. like that. And I think that maybe if it has been captured it wasn't Same. released because if, if you've made it this long remaining elusive, you, you deserve to remain elusive. And I think oh, it's that same belief that smokes. some people say about aliens that it's hard to believe that we're the only things out there. Well, yeah, it's hard for me to believe, especially in a, in a wild place like Alaska, the, the millions of acres of land where nobody's ever been. You know, yeah. you run across a, a bear, a moose out there. It's never heard a gunshot. It's never seen a person. It's yeah. never seen a vehicle. It's never heard. You know, these it's that wild out there. So I, I think it's actually not that far off to think that there's there's other beings out there. But I never actually believed it until I until I until literally you, looked down and I was like, whoa, holy this smokes. is a spooky one. That's crazy. That's it's it's crazy. Yeah. You told me one of the stories before. I'm not even going to say it, but I'm saying you told me a story that I was like, holy smokes, that that's that someone actually accidentally hunted one. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's one of the stories we'll, we'll keep off yeah, the air. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah. Through, through through the ages, there's things that have happened, and there's a reason why, why people won't talk it? about it. Because you know, <sighs> there's a the pattern of bad things Crazy. that happen, so people like to keep it on the keep it on the DL. So, all right, so that's our bigfoot. That's crazy. So, what else is that? I know you so, you've seen a lot of stuff. I I I have, and it, you know, I've seen some things in the sky. Every time I see something in the sky, yeah, I think oh, 
Military testing. Oh, whatever. There's so many other things going yeah. on. Yeah. I can think of, you know, maybe an unidentified object, but that doesn't mean it's alien. There's yeah, well, a million str- other things that can Strange do. Things 1, I believe it was, one of the podcasts, I talked about how I had a sighting with with what what I, obviously it is a UFO of some sort, but, but it might have been military testing. It might have not been. I don't know. I'm terrified from the movie... Um, fire in the sky oh yeah this scene you know the guy getting pulled and then just the images that they recreated of him getting dragged all that stuff just just always is just disgusting right yeah. like the thought is gross and so i've had that fear like i would hate to be that and then i watched this freaking show on on netflix with this guy encounters or something like that and he's a weird dude man but like slightly convincing where it makes me even more uncomfortable like i get nervous to talk too much about this kind of stuff because i feel like i'm going to start having sightings and i don't want to see this shit yeah well yeah. and that's I, I feel like it's it's easy to be skeptical because yeah. there's a million other things that could be but until you really feel it yeah you know and and a lot a lot of my stories do involve being in the woods and being on the middle yeah i got kind of a kind of a short one that happened to me uh and this was actually in a in a building um, I used to work for a, a television studio. It was an old. It was kind of a home shopping network. Yeah. And it was operating out of an old bank, and this bank had been closed. I believe it closed down in the early seventies. Yeah. So um, this this building sat vacant for a really long time, mm-hmm. and then this guy came in. It's like, oh, we're gonna start this TV studio, and he cleared out the bank, and you know, and so there was a lot of there was all these bays with these weird spiral staircases and all these long hallways and offices. It was kind of this weird old building, you know, yeah. built. You know, I don't know how long was that in operation before before it shut down. But basically, we had probably 50 employees in this building, and there was a whole call center and you know all all these cameras and all this setup, and it was you know basically home shopping network. Yeah. Well, there was an armed security guard at the door at all times, and there was a big huge safe, and the security guard would you know would sit at the door and he'd lock up the building at the end of the night. So so basically, at at the end of the night, it was you know uh, at, I want to say it was like four o'clock in the morning was yeah. when you know because we aired all across the country, so we wrap out. Everybody was done. The call center would clear out, and then we would go in the back and shut down all the camera gear and shut down the you know the graphics and all the computers. Right. And so I was the last one there, or I believe I was the last one there. Anyway, <laughs> so I was closing down the building. I walk oh. back in this hallway, and I'm just shutting off all the lights in the offices, and I'm heading out. And I grab my keys, and my bag, and I'm getting ready to head out. And I'm walking down this hallway, and I, I see this girl. Oh maybe, God. Maybe four years old. No, she was not a ghost. She was not translucent. She was standing right there, maybe 15 feet away from me. You I said me. hi to her. I wave and I said, hello. I, I see this girl. She's kind of wearing weirdly like kind of a, almost a petticoat, kind yeah. of an older dress. Yeah. So she was kind of dressed up and I'm like, didn't think much of it. I said hi to her and then oh I walk out, God. close down all the lights and everything. And I close down the studio with this. and I walk out to the front of the old bank where yeah. the security guard is waiting at for me at the door. So I get to the door and he's like, all right, you know, let's yeah, lock up. You're the last one here. And he goes to shut down. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, there's, there's somebody else here. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, there's clearly somebody working upstairs or something. Cause somebody, you know, somebody, Their daughter. somebody's daughter's here. Yeah. I'm like, there's a girl here. I just saw her like two minutes ago. So clearly someone else is here. Don't lock up the building yet. Let's, yeah. let's, let's check it out. You know? So he's like, no, he's like parking lot's empty. There's two cars out there. And I'm like, no, there, there's somebody. So I didn't believe him. I'm like, yeah. I wasn't spooked at all. I see this girl. It wasn't well, weird. Well, yeah, because it's it not weird. It's yeah, just it's like a calm, like if you just saw a kid, you're like, hey, yeah. no, no, no. Some, yeah. some guy left his daughter up there. Right. He's probably working. She's running around. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. Or, his, you know, wife dropped the daughter off. He was bringing her home. Whatever happened. Right. Basically, you know, I, I see this girl. I say hi to her. I walk out. And the security guard is like, seriously, like, quit messing with me. Check yeah. it. So I step outside the building and I look in the parking lot. There's two cars. Yeah. My car and security guard. 
I'm like, well, that's weird. I'm like, but seriously, there's somebody here. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, it's not funny. You're messing with me. Like, whatever. There's yeah. clearly somebody here. Let's God, check it out. You can't leave that little girl in there alone. And so he, he went with me. We, swept, we went upstairs. We went downstairs. We checked the back. We swept the entire building. We walked every hall. We checked every office. There was Screaming no we, for, so yelling we, for we, everything. Yeah. We were like, oh, you know, anybody here? Hey, we're locking up the building. You, yeah. you know, we're, we're, you know, checking it out. We go back and we check all the security cameras. There's probably 30 something security cameras in this building. There is no one in the building. There is no cars in the lot. The building is completely empty. I wish they saw the cameras with you in the hallway. It was super weird. Dude, that's. And, that's- and, and it was, you know. I, I was just convinced that the security guard was just messing with me yeah. to see if he could get me. And I'm like, clearly somebody here. You can't lock somebody in here overnight. Right. Like there, you know, and there, there was clearly no one in that building. Well, at what point did you realize you might've just seen a ghost? I, I didn't realize it until so when, when he was like, Oh, I guess let's, you know, he didn't believe me, but he's like, whatever, we'll check the building. Yeah. I didn't believe it until we checked the very last hallway. And I then, walked that whole building and I'm like, we're clearly somebody is sitting here like burning the midnight oil. Somebody's finishing their work and they're sitting in their office and they, yeah. you know, there, there was no doubt in my mind that somebody was still in that building and their daughter was there and yeah. it was not weird until oh. we were walking out of the dark building and realizing there was absolutely nobody in that building. Crazy. And it was, it was, uh, Crazy. yeah. So it kind of, it hit me right, right as we were locking the door and walking out as I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's like, this building's got a lot of history. This building sat yeah, empty exactly. for decades. You know, yeah. there's a, obviously a lot of things happen here. Oh dude. It's um, crazy, dude. But it, it, it threw me off. It was funny when I was, so when I was in sixth grade, we did this sixth grade field trip. They do it. it I used to, I went to male and elementary school in, in, uh, San Fernando Valley. And we do this sixth grade field trip. It happens every year. And you go to San Diego for three days or four days or something like that. And you, you go do your thing. And uh, in my room was four close buddies. One of them, I, I think two, I still can, can reach on Facebook, right? There's just buddies here and there now. But um, it was me, a kid named David Frug, Frug or something like that, uh, Ramon Oliveira, um, David Beck, and one other kid. I can't remember the name. And so we're all staying in this room, and I fall, I'm always fall asleep early kind of kid and wake up early, fall asleep early. And I fell asleep first, and, and I woke up to the whole room crying. All the kids are crying. All the boys are crying. They're crying. What? They're cr- dude. Imagine me waking up like, what's everyone crying about? Like, dude, we just saw a ghost. And I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, no, seriously, it was a big black figure standing over me, the one who was asleep. Me, right? So I'm like, no. And they're like, they're all like, dude, they're, the face they make, they're, they were just like terrified. I'm talking screaming, crying, trying to get someone to come in to help. All of a sudden, freaking one of the chaperones comes in there, and it took like two or three chaperones to shut them all down to like, get them to stop crying. And the, the same answer was like, you know, there was someone in our room. It was a big dude, and he was standing over Vince. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? Like, I'm scared out of my mind at this point. I'm thinking like, what does that mean? Uh, I- I- am I going to die soon? Like, you know, you start thinking like, as a kid, I'm sixth grade, right? I'm thinking like, dude, what was that? The Grim Reaper? Like, things like that were in my head. Like, what was that? And, and, and I remember reading some story back then where if, if, if this, the Grim Reaper's at your head or at your feet, it means different things. And I'm, so now I'm fucking scared, dude. And it terrified me for years thinking like, what did that even mean? When you have four young kids, all sixth grade, that's the age where you can kind of, you can tell what's going, what's real, what's fake. Right. And all, you know or if I mean? they're all pulling a prank on you. Right. No, they were fucking terrified out of their damn minds, dude. Out of their minds. Until this day, I have, I actually got, I'm going to hit up my buddy and ask him if he remembers what? that because- Everyone's freaked out. And from then on, I've always been scared of ghosts. Like, I don't want to see one, dude. 
It's, it's like I didn't, and you know what's funny? I've never thought of it that it would be a real person like you, the way you saw, it. you saw a real person. So yeah, you're not scared. Well, I, I like always, a real thing. Yeah, I always figured you see a ghost, then it's like yeah, it's like translucent. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, I think everyone does, like, right? It's a ghost. That's what know? the movies yeah, make you believe. I was like, that's not what I saw, you know? right? And it was, yeah. That, so I, I never, I never. That's why at the moment it, it wasn't spooky in the slightest because I, I never, you know, Barf, dude. That makes me, that makes me just ugh, uncomfortable. I hate. I, if I talk about it with my wife, she can't even sleep. She won't even be able to sleep. Because she don't even believe in it. But if I tell her, like, if I told her that story when I was sixth grade, she'd just be like, no. Because she knows I don't lie. I have no reason to lie. Like, I'm going to tell you Correct. exactly what I've experienced. You know, and it's weird. Right? Dude, so you, so you, so you believe in ghosts? Well, I mean, I, I, I believe in a lot of things I didn't believe in. Because yeah. I've just, I've seen a few too many examples of things that I cannot explain. And, and yeah. not necessarily that I, I think I know what it was to right. this day. I have no idea what it was, you uh, know. And, and I think I've, it's scary that it was a little girl. Yeah, that that was a it was, it was a weird one, and and yeah, I mean she seemed happy. Oh you know? god, it was, there was nothing nothing weird about you it. You just don't know but, what happened back in the day. Yeah. It might have been something from back. And in yeah. her dress, her her outfit was it, it could be time period a little bit way earlier, right? right. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So oh god, that that's when. But I didn't put that together till later. I'm like, why would a little girl be wearing a petticoat? Yeah, like, exactly. Is that, is that that's not you know it's that's funny, not weird man, because someone like you who you know I mean. Anyone who meets you is like, oh, he's normal, right? Can say something like that, and some people you, you'll shut them off. You'll turn them up and be like, oh. yeah, he's crazy. Well, yeah, this guy's exactly. talking about ghosts. Like, I was so embarrassed by the fact that I saw some kind of thing chasing me, right? And it took a long time for me to just be like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna tell the truth. I saw, I saw something chase me, but like, some people were just like, you're, you're lying. I'm like, no, dude, I've never been the type to make some shit up like that. I can give two fucks about. But all of a sudden, I get chased. I want to tell you, I got chased with some weird ass shit that made no noise. That's what fucked my head up. No fucking noise, right? So that's why I was like, what was that? There's nothing that we have today, not even a fucking drone. The best drones we have, they make noise. You know, the predators that they use in the military, they make noise. They have to go way the fuck up there so people don't hear them. But this fucking thing was like 100 feet in the air and following me, making no noise, dude. Scared the fuck out of me, dude. Like for how long? Were you on Bro, foot? For probably about a half mile because I started sprinting. You haven't heard the story? No. Oh, oh my God. Dude, it's funny. So I'm doing, and the guys who are listening now, you guys are hearing the story again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing land navigation in the middle of the night with the military, and I have one of the farthest points. It's me and my farthest point. I find my point. I'm excited about it, but I'm still a little sp- spooked because I'm way out in the fucking middle of nowhere, and there's no one some, for some reason has a point near me because sometimes you'll just, you know, you'll overlap each other accidentally if you have the same point, whatnot. No, it's just me. And as I'm doing it, I don't know why I got the feeling to look up. I looked up. And there's evergreens in, in Tacoma, Washington, right? I mean, if you go, like, we're by the base. There's all these evergreens. They're about 100 feet in the air, right? It's average. It's what they tell us, right? Something right. like that. Big tall trees. Yeah. I looked up and saw this fucking thing with five lights over my head. And it's about 100 feet, just above the tree line, making no noise. And I'm thinking, like, all right. So I'm blinking my eyes a little bit, thinking, like, ah, that's, that's a, a plane flying over, and I'm just seeing it wrong. Then I'm like... Oh, it's probably just the stars. I'm seeing that wrong, right? And then I started like, I'm not seeing this wrong because I still see the outline kind of of it behind. You'll see, I see that it's not part of the sky. It's something, right? And so as I start to kind of like, all right, this is kind of weird. I'm trying not to spook myself out. I put my, I try to put my paper away and I look up as I'm walking away and it moves. As I move, it's moving. And making zero fucking noises, bro. Like what, I'm talking. Was it like right above the tree line or way up right in the sky? Above the tree like line. How? no, right above the tree. Like if I had a rock, I probably could have hit it. That's how. Like that's it. Wasn't that fucking far, dude? I mean, hundred feet in the air. I can tell it's something, but it's so dark up top. 
I can't really define what the shape is, but I see the five lights, and I see as I move, the five lights move with me. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's definitely fucking something. And I'm thinking like, oh, dude, this is whatever. You're it's your head. You're fucking, you're full of it, right? So I keep walking. I look up, and it keeps moving. And at that point, what flashes through me is all the fear I've ever had in the fucking heavens in my chest. And I thought like, oh, this thing's about to suck me in. <laughs> I saw like a flashback of fucking uh, firefly, fire, fire yeah, in the sky. Right. And so I thought, like, oh, no. And I screamed. I, I swear to you, I screamed, oh, fuck, no. And just ran, <laughs> dude. And sprinted as fast as I could to get to a main road. There's all these dirt roads. And I'm trying to get to a dirt road because right now I'm in the thick of it, bro. I'm in the middle of this shit. And as I'm cutting through and fucking falling and tumbling and losing my military gear... I look up and I run into another guy and, he goes, and I'm breathing. He goes, he goes, "What's wrong?" And I was like, no, "Nothing, dude. I'm, it's, I'm good. What do, what do you mean?" And I look back and it's gone. And I was like, "Fuck!" What? And so then I try to find my paper that I need to turn in. It's gone. I'm like, "Fuck you! I'm not going back there." I just went. And qu- I told him, "I said I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't." So I failed that day. I had to come back and this is whole whatever. But dude, that was my experience with fucking being chased by some fucking. Uh, and I thought like, man, maybe the military is testing something, bro. This isn't 2005. Dude, we right. haven't had, it's 2015, 17, 17 now, and still nothing that's 100 feet in the air that makes no fucking noise whatsoever. Right. So, so did you go back and tell everyone Fuck. about it? Oh, or I, did you I, keep I, it to yourself? So I was, it was one of those things. Do I get punished for losing that paper by just saying I lost it and I never tried to go get it? Or do I explain the truth? And I told them the truth and I got, they made me do push ups. They're making fun of me. Everyone's like laughing their asses off. And I'm like, well, fuck. I'm sorry. That's exactly what happened. And so half people still didn't believe me that I was just full of shit. I'm like, no, dude. Like, I, I can tell you God's honest truth. Like, that's that's what I saw. Well, whether it was a, an alien or it was just some weird-ass fucking no clue. So I can't tell wow. you to this day. Yeah. Well, that that that, that sparks another, another <laughs> really spooky story I got. Let's hear it. Um, so, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm in, in Utah. Yeah. In the desert with about uh, eight of my friends. We went out, big camping trip, pretty wide group of people. Yeah. I would say in that group, there was the people that would never, ever believe in any of this. Yeah. There was the people that are kind of spooky and all yeah. about it. You know, it was, it was an interesting group, you know? Yeah. And, and we're out there, and it's the middle of January, so it's pretty damn cold. Yep. We got a big fire going, so it's, uh, there's no moon at all. It's like mm-hmm. pitch, pitch, pitch dark. And we're sitting by the fire and everybody, you know, the fire is so bright. That's kind right. of all you can see. And all of a sudden, just out of absolute, we're all sitting around the fire and out of nowhere, we see kind of what you're describing. No, hey, but it, it, the thing is, it was, I want to say it was round, but it was not turning or spinning. There was lights all the way around it. Yeah. It was moving pretty quick, almost like it was over us. Yeah. But it was, it was not making any noise and it was moving like pretty slow and it was heading kind of away from us yeah well we i I didn't even realize like for some reason i was just so drawn to this thing and i look around the fire everyone no one says word it's not even like oh shit do you see that yeah everyone just looks up and just gets up off their little you know stumps or whatever sitting on and just starts following it and we all start walking the whole group eight of us yeah and we're just walking 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 and we're just following this thing why is it start, because everyone knows this is something weird we just were like this is super weird we got to check this out what is yeah, this yeah, yeah. and so we started following it and so it's you know still going pretty slow and we're kind of walking and then it picks up speed and it starts going further and further and it goes towards we're kind of at the top of a canyon so there's a couple like 1000 foot drops yeah. you know way off the off the edge and so we're kind of at our campsite heading towards this big drop and nobody we're just glued to this thing and at one point i look over 
And I see the two of the people next to me are like dragging their feet through cactuses. Like no, like, like we're not paying trance. attention. Like you're we're in like, a we're trance. We're like we're such in a We're just like, oh my god, what is this? Like, you this is I've never seen anything like this. Like what is it? You know, but nobody's like, oh my god, this is crazy. Like we're all just like glued, just quiet, silent, just eyes wide fuck, open. That's and scary. the whole group of us are just following, following, following. We end up getting to the edge of where this drop is, and we all stop. And everybody's like, we just stand there and we watch it, and it goes from moving very slowly to moving fast, and all of a sudden it. It goes, it changes trajectory on like, like a dime. Yeah. So it goes about, you know, I'd say a, f- a 50 degree turn. Yeah. Without gradual movement. Yeah. It just stops and then it turns and it starts going straight out over the canyon. And everyone still silently, we're just watching, watching. And all of a sudden it goes out and it stops above like the next canyon wall. So you can kind of see like there's a really deep canyon and the light from this thing is lighting up the canyon walls. So it's pitch dark and you can see down to the river. You can see the canyon walls. You can see the river at the bottom. And this thing is lighting up the whole world. And then it goes out kind of over this ridge and it drops down while spiraling. So the whole time it was going straight. And then we see this thing go spinning down and it drops behind the wall. And so we see the light. All of a sudden the light that we see disappears, but you can still see the light on the canyon walls behind. Yeah. And so we're watching it go down, go down, disappear. Boom, gone. So like it lived in the in, so like it lived down there. I, so still the whole time there's like you know covers like oh military testing whatever oh alien we, no, nobody knows what to think we hadn't even had a chance to talk about it and I turn around and I'm like where's Joe one of our group was gone shut no up. dude I'm I'm dead serious we're all standing there yeah. on the edge of this rock and we're like wait a minute seriously he was obviously with us we're in the yeah. middle of a con he was just telling a story or whatever by the fire we're like Where, where's Joe where's Joe and we're like immediately everybody's like what the hell is going on here? Like started freaking out. Where do you go? And so basically we start screaming, Joe, Joe. And, and there's nobody else camped there. Yeah. We're in the, it's actually a campground, yeah. but it's an empty campground. There's only like 12 sites in this campground and we're the only ones there. We're screaming at the top of our lungs, Joe, Joe. And the, it echoes so far. The sound travels so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It's freezing cold in the middle of the night in, in, you know, in the Utah desert, like sound travels really well. We're hearing our echo. Nothing, nothing. We run back to the fire, start screaming, Looking right, he's he is literally gone. So in this group of eight people, there's two or three people who are like, "Oh my God, he must have ran off and like fell down a cliff and broke his leg. He's hurt. He, we need to help him. Yeah, like, he's hurt. He's injured. Yeah. We got to go find him." You yeah, know, I'm stunned right and now. And then and then and then you know, two two of the guys are like, "No, nah, dude, something spooky happened. Like he's he's not here right now. He's gone." And I was convinced. I'm like, dude, I still don't, I'm still not trying to say that that was like aliens, but I'm like, I don't know what we just saw, but through following that light distracted us to the point that no one realized he was gone. We don't know if he disappeared from the fire, yeah. if he disappeared halfway walk, nobody knows what happened. But w- w- so basically 10 minutes go by 20, 30 minutes go by and we keep going back to the fire. About an hour into this, oh my we go God. back to the fire and we come to the realization that we're all wearing gloves we're bundled up in gear. It's freezing cold in the middle of January. And yeah. we're standing by the fire to stay warm. We're like, dude, I don't know how how far away from the fire I could be for how long. Like, it's cold. He's freezing, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's Joe's like, he's, he's, yeah. And so we're like, he's, he's legitimately in trouble. Like, we need to help him. And so it ends up kind of being a split. Half of us are like, no, dude, something happened. And he's gone. There's nothing we can do about it. Hopefully he's coming back. I don't know where he is. I don't know where he went, but he's you clearly not here right now. Me, dude. Well, the other half of the group. He's like, you guys are out of your minds. Our buddy is hurt in the desert. We need to go get help. We're going to get the park rangers. We're driving to town. 
And so they're like getting ready to, you know, to, to load up in the car and we're talking about it. We're like, dude, no, man, we chill yeah. out, dude. We're not like, we don't need to no go there. What the, what like, it's yeah. like something weird's happening here. We need to. So basically, absolutely no exaggeration. Two and a half hours go by. No sign. So we get in our cars and we start driving around in circles with our high beams, shining lights everywhere. Yeah. We're honking the horn. We're screaming, Joe, Joe. Everybody's yelling. We split up. Three Dude. people go one way, two people go there. We, we're, we're scouring the area. Yeah. We're walking over to the small cliffs. We're shining our lights down. We're looking everywhere. We're thinking, yeah. oh, he fell. He hurt. You know, something happened. And, and of course, I, I finally started to be convinced that he was not there anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm like, he's gone. That, and that there's he not. Went, he went for a trip. We're not going to find him. He, he went somewhere. Yeah. And everyone's like, dude, shut up. It's not funny. Our bro's hurt. We got to do something about this. I don't care if you're being spooked out. You're being irresponsible. We got to go get help. So basically, four of the people in our group jump in the car and they start up the engine and they head to town. They're like, we're going to we're going to get help. Yeah. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're going to sell service. We can call the cops. We're going to right. find a, a ranger. We we need help. And everyone everyone and, needs to show up. And they're like, if we wait till tomorrow morning, he might He's freeze dead. to death. We need helicopters out here to come and find him. Like yeah. this is uh, party is over. Right. Now it's, it's time for the search party. And we all just have this knot in our stomach. And I'm like, dude, seriously, we're going to start a search party out here? Like, what is this? Is like, it, yeah. was, it, was, it was super intense. I think and, I would be on their side, too. Yeah. I would have probably done that, too, because it's like it's, it gets to the point, like, I don't know. but Yeah. And it, so it turned into a really uncomfortable mental battle where, like, a, a group of really close friends were on completely different wavelengths. Yeah, 100%. And half of us are like, dude, you're making a mistake by going to town. And they're like, you guys are being idiots. We need to help our boy. Like, he's, he's seriously <laughs> they, out here yeah, hurt. Like, we got to do something. They think you guys just are some inconsiderate fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah, and, no, exactly. They yeah, think we're right, like, dude, exactly. like, be superstitious all you want. Dude, we got to help Joey. I mean, just the reality of it is like, wait, dude, how's a dude just disappear from the group right now? Yeah. And, and they're, they're forgetting about what, what you just experienced. Yeah. Everyone and, was just lemmings for and, a moment. And at that point, it's like, yeah, whatever. We saw some freaking light or some weird thing. We'll talk about that another time. That distracted us. We don't know, but they still, they were they just. Don't, they, didn't, they didn't put two and two that it might be the reason why he's gone. Right. And, and of course, we were talking about that. Yeah. And half the group were like, dude. But they don't want to hear they're, it. They're like, how weird is it that we just saw the weirdest thing any of us have ever seen? We all just literally blindly, almost like we were on hovercrafts. We're like, well, I can't even feel my legs. I'm walking through cactuses and I don't feel pain. I'm not tripping on rocks. We're just walking, like following this thing. This spooky thing happens and all of a sudden he's gone. And, and I don't know exactly. It was, you know, probably, but probably a few hours later. Yeah. We finally come to the realization that like something, something needs to give. And so we're standing in the, like in the, in the circle of the, you know, kind of off from the fire where everybody's tents are set up. Yeah. And everybody get, they get in the car. So half the group gets in the car, they start the engine, they turn on the headlights. And I'm still thinking, I'm like, dude, I know I don't I don't feel like yeah. I did something wrong by not helping them, but yeah. you guys are making a mistake. Like something is yeah. weird is going on here. So anyway, they take off. And I turn around to kind of put my hand on the hood as the car's driving, and I look over and Joe is standing right next to me, looking at me. He's standing three feet from me, and he looks over and he's like, dude, what the hell's going on? Why are you guys freaking out? What's up? Like nothing had happened. We're screaming, we're yelling for hours, you we're searching, and he is standing right there. And I'm like, dude, yo, what happened? Where'd you go? What the? He's like, dude, I just took a little walk over there. What are you talking about? I'm gone for 10 minutes. And I'm like, bro, he seriously, that's not funny. I'm like, seriously, where did you go? Take me there right now. Show me what happened. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, and he's like, dude, I just walked right over there. I was trying kind of like, you know, and he said he walked over and kind of like sat against this tree. And he, he didn't really have a whole lot to say, but he wasn't spooked. He didn't seem weirded out. He kind of was just like, dude, well, I don't understand what the hell, what you guys are freaking out. So I immediately, I go and jump in my truck and chase them down. Yeah. Because our buddies are on the way to go get the Rangers and go, yeah. go find help. So I chase them down. I'm like, Joe, he's here. He's here. We know we go back. And he is convinced that he was gone for 10 minutes. And, and, and you, I, guys, you know, he just took a little walk. Hours went how, by. How, how many and, hours? 
three, like at, four? at least minimum three hours, probably four hours, a minimum of three hours in the freezing cold. We were on full on search per search party mode. And he supposedly was a one minute walk away from us. He would have clearly heard us yelling. He yeah. would have seen our headlights. There's no way that where he explained, and he, he thought was, it was only 10. He was like, dude, I literally just walked over there. Kind of was just, you know, maybe zone out for a minute and walk back. Like to him, he just took a little walk to clear his head, whatever, take a minute from the group and come right back. To him, nothing had happened. Did he see and the light too? So, so he, that night, he didn't share any of this with us. Well, later on, when oh, we, were God, not, we, we were not with the group, I started prodding a little more and yeah. asking him what happened. And he described the same light. He did see the light. He saw the same thing we did and he explained it. And, you know, but seemed to me like the way he explained it, the light had nothing to do with what he didn't get abducted. He didn't get pulled up into the light. It was nothing like that. Yeah. His memory was he was watching it. He sat down against a tree. And his version of the story was he sat down kind of at the stump of this tree and sort of just became the tree for a minute. He was like, I just kind of sat back and kind of sort of just, you know, kind of melted, became the tree, just hung out for a minute. And then I, I came back to the, to the fire. But, you know, as he later on down the road, as I'm asking him more, because I'm like so confused at what yeah. happened. He explains to me, he's like, dude, I don't know how to, how to tell you this, but he's like, ever since that night. He said, if, this is kind of weird and gross. He's like, but if I ever a woman on her menstrual cycle walks into a room, I know it immediately. His senses, his sight, his smell, all of his senses were heightened to the point like that was the turning point for him. Like it so, changed him. Were you guys on any kind of drugs? No. None? None. Alcohol? A little. Early on the day. Here's again, the thing. We went for a hike. Yeah. All, yeah, all day. But this has happened like later in the day. It was, it was not like... There was no psychedelics involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was also two people in the group who have never, ever, ever had a sip of alcohol, never smoked, and they're like the total sober ones. So, of course, we're leaning on them like, hey, are we losing it? Like, is this, you know, so it, it was, it was so definitely. He, so what's documented, I guess, in your head, he lost time for about four hours, three, yeah. three four hours. He, he, he basically, he, he lost that. He completely lost that period of time. He had no he comprehension. Had no he was not cold. He also didn't come back with like numb hands and cold to like you know yeah. run over to the fire. He was totally comfortable. He just lost that four hours. So of he his observed life. The, the same thing you guys observed. He just wasn't walking with you guys. He kind of went on to his own. He. It sounds like he almost became part of that, right? Like whatever was happening, he was super in tune to it right. and so, lost himself for me. And I almost to to in my personal feeling after that was I still. Regardless of the light we saw in the sky, I was convinced that he found either a portal or a wormhole or something opened up. He did not get abducted by aliens. That yeah. light may have just been there to distract us. Maybe he left the fire before we ever saw the light. Maybe yeah. he was already over, you know, walked over to that tree before that ever happened. No one yeah. will ever really know what really happened. But so this he was too. not there. He clearly went somewhere. And he had no perception that more than 10 minutes had passed. And he came back with senses that are just unheard Like of. just super, super Does he still have that? He still. He's he hearing each other. His side, his, he, he, no, he doesn't, he doesn't really talk about yeah, it. Yeah, but of course know? not. Because it's, it's, it's one of those things. Like, he does, you know, you, you, you tell that to some people and they think you're completely nuts. Oh, my um, goodness. But it was, you know, the fact that we had such a big group of people with different opinions and different beliefs and different levels of dude. Of, this reminds me of fire in the sky so much. It's freaking. It's freaky. Dude, it was. It was intense, man. 
It was crazy. I'm not into and, and still, the whole time, I'm like, that's the coolest, craziest military aircraft I've ever seen in my life. What, but I yeah. still didn't think it was like anything that. Yeah, you know, but it for was, that to ha- for for this guy, and then you know this guy well enough to know that he's just full of shit. But like, for this guy to all of a sudden have this ability is strange. And it's obviously something happened, something right. extraordinary. So, something happened, and and right. I, I don't either. He doesn't know, or, or he's he not willing to talk about. It. Right. It is entirely possible that he experienced more that night than he was willing to share with any 100%. of us. But, you know, we all took away a very different understanding of the exact same story. And I'm pretty sure if you were to ask these other seven people the same story, yeah, it, it would be pretty much the same story. One with the, the exception of the fact that half of us refused to believe that something weird was going on until he came back. Yeah. But the moment that I will never forget is the feeling in my chest that we were about to send out a search party. And I looked over, and I think I even said to my other friends, like, I can't believe we're doing this. And I, like, put my hand out, like, as the car is driving by. And I didn't see him walk up. He was just standing right next to me, and, like, oh, nothing had happened. God, I am not going to be able to sleep tonight. Dude. So I got, I got no idea. I got no explanation for what happened that night, but uh, that's, that's what went down. And he told you he can, he can sense when a woman's on his menstrual cycle? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That, what, what a crazy... You know what I mean? Like, it's wild. Oh God! Well, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> We're done with you. <laughs> this is this is the end of Strange Things too. And dude, what an awesome, awesome time. Uh, dude, we'll have to do this again. I'm sure we're gonna get a lot of requests for more crazy stories. Um, again, just appreciate you being here. You obviously know this is just my podcast. It, there's no real rules to it. We just put whatever's on there. It's whatever's fun and cool. So, I appreciate your time, man. Uh, all you guys listening, go check out some of those sponsors. You know who they are. If you guys have any questions, hit me up. I'm going to have to try and find a way to get some sleep tonight because this was <laughs> insane. I appreciate you, bud. All right. Well, yeah, it was, it was nice hanging with you. And, uh, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll come back after I get my new mattress and tell you how it is. <laughs> there you go. Later. <laughs>